the optional memorials of St. Hedwig and St. Margaret Mary Alacoque. Today the church celebrates and remembers the life of St. Hedwig and St. Margaret Mary Alacoque. St. Hedwig was Duchess of Silesia, born about 1174 at Castle Andrex, at Castle Andex, Bavaria. She was the daughter of Berthold IV, Duke of Morania, and his wife, Agnes of Rocklitz. She received her education at the Benedictine convent of Lutzingen in Franconia, where her sister was abbess. At age 12, she married Henry I, the Bearded of Silesia. Soon, St. Hegwood became actively involved in the administration of her husband's land, used her influence to the construction of new monastic foundations, and assisted those who were in, assisted people throughout Silesia. In years to come, the following monasteries were established. The Cistercian Monastery of Lubus and of, he uh, and of Heinrichau, the, the Premonstratensian Monastery of St. Vincent, the Priory of the Augustinian Canons at Comens and Bober. She also brought the Dominican and Franciscan orders to Silesia. Henry also founded the Hospital of the Holy Ghost at Breslau and the convent of the, of the Cistercian nuns at Trebnitz. Hedwig and Henry had seven children, and after the birth of, the, of her last child, they decided to take a vow of chastity before the Bishop of Breslau. Henry died in 1238, and Hedwig made the Abbey of Trebnitz her permanent home. She continued to devote herself to God and to the work of charity, and she was regarded as a saint even then. She died at Trebnitz on the 12th or 15th of October, 1243, and was canonized by Pope Clement VI in 1267. In her honor, Frederick the Great built in 1773 St. Hedwig's Cathedral in Berlin. She is the patron saint of Silesia, Poland, and orphaned children. St. Margaret Mary Alacoque was born in 1647 in Lautcour, Burgundy, France, the only daughter of Claude and Philiberta Lamine Alacoque, who, had, who also had several sons. From early childhood, Margaret was described as showing intense love for the Blessed Sacrament and as preferring silence and prayer to childhood play. After her first communion at the age of nine, she practiced, in secret, severe corporal mortification until rheumatic fever confined her to bed for four years. At the end of this period, having made a vow to the Blessed Virgin to consecrate herself to religious life, it is said she was instantly restored to perfect health. One night, after returning home from a ball for carnival, dressed in her finery, she experienced a vision of Christ, scourged and bloody. He reproached her for her forgetfulness of him. Yet he also reassured her by demonstrating that his heart was filled with love for her, 
because of the childhood promise she had made to his blessed mother. As a result, she determined to fulfill her vow and entered, when almost 24 years of age, the visitation convent at Paray-le-Monial on the 25th of May, 1671, intending to become a nun. St. Margaret was subjected to many trials to prove the genuineness of her vocation. Finally, she was admitted to profession on the 6th of November, 1672. In this monastery, St. Margaret received several private revelations of the Sacred Heart. The first on 27th of December, 1673, and the final one 18 months later. The visions revealed to her the form of the, of the devotion, the chief features being reception of Holy Communion on the first Friday of each month, Eucharistic adoration during a holy hour on Thursdays, and the celebration of the Feast of the Sacred Heart. She stated that in her vision she was instructed to spend an hour every Thursday night to meditate on Jesus' agony in the Garden of Gethsemane. The Holy Hour practice later became widespread in the Catholic Church. Initially discouraged in her efforts to follow the instruction she had received in her visions, she was able eventually to convince her superior, Mother de Salmes, of the authenticity of her visions. She was unable, however, to convince a group of theologians of the validity of her apparitions, nor was she any more successful with many of the members of her own community, and suffered greatly at their hands. She eventually received the support of St. Claude de la Colombière, Society of Jesus, the community's confessor for a time, who declared that the visions were genuine. In 1683, opposition in the community ended when Mother Melin was elected superior and named Margaret Mary her assistant. She later became novice mistress and saw the monastery observe the Feast of the Sacred Heart privately, beginning in 1686. Two years later, a chapel was built at Paray-le-Monial to honor the Sacred Heart. Margaret Mary Alacoque died on the 17th of October, 1690. She was canonized on the 13th of May of 1920 by Pope Benedict XV. She is the patron saint of those suffering with polo, devotees of the Sacred Heart, and those who have lost their parents. Lord, open my lips, and my mouth will proclaim your praise. Let us listen to the voice of God. Let us enter into his rest. Cry out with joy to the Lord all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before him singing for joy. Let us listen to the voice of God. Let us enter into his rest. Know that he, the Lord, is God. He made us. We belong to him. We are his people, the sheep of his flock. Let us listen to the voice of God. Let us enter into his rest. Go within his gates giving thanks. Enter his courts with songs of praise. Give thanks to him and bless his name. 
Let us listen to the voice of God. Let us enter into his rest. Indeed, how good is the Lord, eternal his merciful love. He is faithful from age to age. Let us listen to the voice of God. Let us enter into his rest. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Let us listen to the voice of God. Let us enter into his rest. As light of day returns once more, with joyful voices let us sing. To God of glory infinite, to Christ our Lord for all his grace. Through whom the great creator's will called day and night from nothingness, appointing them successive law till time itself shall pass away. True light of every faithful show of every faithful soul, unfettered by the law of old. No shades of night can fall that dim your dazzling and undying light. O Father, uncreated light, be with us as the hours go by, that we may please your Son this day, filled with the Holy Spirit's power. Amen. We do well to sing your name most high and proclaim your mercy at daybreak. It is good to give thanks to the Lord, to make music to your name, O Most High, to proclaim your love in the morning and your truth in the watches of the night, on the ten-stringed lyre and the lute, with the, murmur, with the murmuring sound of the harp. Your deeds, O Lord, have made me glad. For the work of your hands I shout with joy. O Lord, how great are your works, how deep are your designs. The foolish man cannot know this, and the fool cannot understand. Though the wicked spring up like grass, and all who do evil thrive, they are doomed to be eternally destroyed. But you, Lord, are eternally on high. See how your enemies perish. All doers of evil are scattered. To me you give the wild ox's strength. You anoint me with the purest oil. My eyes looked in triumph on my foes. My ears heard gladly of their fall. The just will flourish like the palm tree and grow like a Lebanon cedar. Planted in the house of the Lord, they will flourish in the courts of our God. Still bearing fruit when they are old, still full of sap, still green, to proclaim that the Lord is just. In him, my rock, there is no wrong. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Take our shame away from us, Lord, and make us rejoice in your saving works. May all who have been chosen by your Son always abound in works of faith, hope, and love in your service. We do well to sing your name most high and proclaim your mercy at daybreak. I will create a new heart in you and breathe into you a new spirit. 
I will take you away from among the nations and gather you from all the foreign lands and bring you back to your own land. I will sprinkle clean water upon you to cleanse you from all your impurities and from all your idols I will cleanse you. I will give you a new heart and place a new spirit within you, taking from your bodies your stony hearts and giving you natural hearts. I will put my spirit within you and make you live by my statutes, careful to observe my decrees. You shall live in the land I gave your fathers. You shall be my people and I will be your God. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. I will create a new heart in you and breathe into you a new spirit. On the lips of children and infants you have have found perfect praise. How great is your name, O Lord our God, through all the earth. Your majesty is praised above the heavens. On the lips of children and of babes, you have found praise to foil your enemy, to silence the foe and the rebel. When I see the heavens, the work of your hands, the moon and the stars which you arranged, what is man that you should keep him in mind? Mortal man that you care for him. Yet you have made him little less than a god. With glory and honor you crowned him, gave him power over the works of your hands, put all things under his feet, all of them, sheep and cattle, yes, even the savage beasts, birds of the air and fish that make their way through the waters. How great is your name, O Lord our God, through all the earth. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. Almighty Lord, how wonderful is your name. You have made every creature subject to you. Make us worthy to give you service. On the lips of children and infants you have found perfect praise. Second letter of Peter, chapter 3, verses 13 through 15a. What we await are new heavens and a new earth, where, according to his promise, the justice of God will reside. So, beloved, while waiting for this, make every effort to be found without stain or defilement and at peace in his sight. Consider that our Lord's patience is directed toward salvation. It is my joy, O God, to praise you with song. It is my joy, O God, to praise you with song. To sing as I ponder your goodness. 
to praise you with song. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. It is my joy, O God, to praise you with song. Lord, guide our feet into the way of peace. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you'll go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Lord, guide our feet into the way of peace. Let us adore God, who has given hope and life to the world through his Son, and let us humbly ask him, Lord, hear us. Lord, Father of all, you have brought us to the dawn of this day. Make us live with Christ and praise your glory. Lord, hear us. You have poured out faith, hope, and love upon us. Keep them firmly rooted in our hearts. Lord, hear us. Lord, let our eyes be always raised up to you so that we may swiftly answer your call. Lord, hear us. Protect us from the snares and enticements of evil. Keep our feet from stumbling. Lord, hear us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. All-powerful and ever-living God, splendor of true light and never-ending day, let the radiance of your coming banish from our minds the darkness of sin. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen.